sounds dry. Everybody and welcome back to semi-adulting with Makaya Vanier. I am Makaya and this is the podcast where we discuss navigating the ups and downs of early adulthood in today's world. Um, yeah, welcome back to episode two. Happy Friday. I hope your week is going good. Um, yeah, like I hope everything's going well for you in your life. I know for me right now, it's I feel great. Um, I'm happy. Thank y'all so, so much for all the support on the first episode. Thank y'all so much for the, for the promo on the first episode, because, um, I mean the support on the promo for that first episode, because I kind of dropped that like out of the blue, like not many people knew about it. Um, well, really nobody knew that I was going to do a podcast. And so y'all showed so much love for all the views and all this stuff and the likes and the comments. And so I appreciate that so, so much. It definitely does not go unnoticed. Um, and just no matter whether you're watching on YouTube or listening on Spotify, make sure you go ahead and hit that follow button or add this to one of your playlists or, you know, your library on, on Spotify. Also, if you are listening on Spotify and you want to join the gang on, on YouTube, just type my name in the YouTube search box and I will come up. All these podcasts are recorded so you can see my face and, you know, because I'm a visual girl. Sometimes I like to see people talk and, you know, body language and all that. So make sure you hit the subscribe button on the YouTube. And if you found me on YouTube, but you're not subscribed, girl, what you doing? What are you waiting on? <laughs> Go ahead and hit that subscribe button so you can be a part of the gang. Um, so yeah, welcome, welcome, welcome back to episode two. Um, like I said, I'm very happy to be here. This is like my happy spot. I enjoy my podcast. My podcast is like ugh, the key to my heart right now. <laughs> so yeah. Um, and plus I wasn't really expecting as much love like you know doing the promo on social media because i think that for me um and i don't know if this is just me or if this is an everybody kind of thing i'm assuming it's an everybody kind of thing um but like you know how you have like that anxiety about posting on social media like if you're starting something new say if you're starting a business and you you know you just kind of have that anxiety like oh is people really going to support me or is you know, are they going to like it? You know what I'm saying? Like, I kind of dealt with that, but I'm also kind of moving into like a stage in my life where I'm kind of like fearless and I'm just like, whatever, I'm just going to put it out and the right people will find me. So that's the era that I'm kind of living through right now. And so, yeah, that's why I'm, I'm like super excited to continue developing and growing this podcast and just building a community because I, I I can see it happening like I can see it um I do want to throw out a disclaimer before we get into today's topics because I didn't do one in the first um episode just because I didn't think that I would need to but I because the way that I'm set up I'm gonna go ahead and put one in here and let y'all know now Everything stated in this podcast, whether it be this episode or the first one or whatever episode moving forward, everything that I am saying is strictly my opinion. Excuse me. I am not an expert. Um, I'm not an expert in any of these fields. I'm just simply sharing my opinion based on my personal experiences. Um, so, yeah. That's that's my disclaimer. Everything is is strictly my opinion, my thoughts. Um, nothing is sponsored yet <laughs> because you know we gotta you know. But even if it was sponsored, I wouldn't like I said I wouldn't lie to y'all. I'm all about being transparent, and everything is strictly how I truly feel about things. Um, so yeah, let's go ahead and get into today's topic. So. I named this episode the dualism of social media. 
Um, and I know I kind of talked about social media a little bit in the first episode and I said I had a whole lot to say. I have a whole lot to say about social media and I was going to name it something different at first. I was going to name it, uh, I was going to name this episode social media is fake, but I kind of didn't like that because it gave off the impression that everything on social media is just all bad. And that's not true. Um, so that's why I entitled it the dualism of social media. So for all my girlies that's looking at me confused and crazy, like, girl, what the hell is a dualism? Don't worry. I got you. I got you. So I did pull the definition of the word dualism from um, the Webster's Dictionary on Google. And so just to kind of give y'all context, context, to give y'all context on why I chose that word dualism, um, here's the definition. I have two of them. The first one says, a theory that considers reality to consist of two irreducible elements or modes. Um, so yeah, that's kind of a lot, right? That's, that's a bit wordy. Okay, a bit scientific. I got you. I understand. But I did like the definition. So I was like, it made sense in my head. But <laughs> it might not make sense to everybody. So I got, I got a backup for you. Don't worry. The second definition, which is the same thing, but in simpler terms, is the quality or state of being dual or having dual nature. Um, also, side note, while I'm thinking about it, for all my YouTube girlies or guys that are watching me, um, if you see me look to the side, it's because I have notes. So I'm sorry if that's distracting. I'm trying to work on being better at looking at the camera, but I have everything notated and written down. So like I'm trying to make sure I don't forget and I stay on track. But yeah, um, like I was saying, I chose the word dualism because social media is not all bad, but it's also not all good either. It has it has two sides to it. And so what I'm hoping to get across today in today's podcast is that even though there's some negative aspects to social media, there's also some good and we could also there's also things that we can do to help make it better. Um, moving forward so yeah let's go ahead and get into it I don't want to make this episode too long because I feel like I can talk for hours um and I do have a lot of notes so just to start off with because I like to start off on positive notes I don't want to start negatively um let's talk about the good of social media so in essence social media was created in order to connect people, um, whether it be long distance, you know, family may have moved to another state. You don't get to see them as often or, you know what I'm saying? It, it, in essence, it was created to connect people together. And it does just that. Um, it also works really well at expanding people's networks because now with social media, you can reach out to other people easier than before. Um, like back in the day, if you wanted to work with somebody, you wanted to, you know, um, network with people and, you know, get in different organizations and things like that, you had to go in person um, and, and actually speak to these people and, you know, try to network and become acquaintances. I'm not going to say friends, but become acquaintances with them in order to, build your network and build your, um, your toolbox of resources, as my therapist would say. <laughs> so now with social media, that makes that way easier. Like now you can really just send anybody a DM like, Hey, this is what I do. And I want to work with you and go from there. Right. Um, also social media is, a great way to share information because you see it all the time with the, with the news. Like we're constantly sharing different news articles, like what's going on in the world. It helps us stay connected in that way. Because if you're anything like me, child, I don't watch the news. I don't watch the news. I catch the highlights on Instagram, like everybody else. <laughs> so, but if we didn't have social media, like mainstream social media, like we have now, we would definitely still be, waiting on the six o'clock news or waiting on the Sunday paper. 
So it, it, it made it easier to get and share information uh, with each other. Also, we can't deny the fact that social media is great for business. Um, social media marketing is a thing, and I don't think it's going anywhere. Um, me personally, I love social media marketing. If y'all don't know, I do own my own marketing agency. It's called Vanier Business Solutions. Um, and I specialize in helping entrepreneurs thrive in this new digital space um, and how to effectively market in social media in order to see the results that they you know, want to see and, and, and to grow their business. Um, that that industry is not going anywhere anytime soon because of social media's presence. So that's also a great thing. Also, another example of um, how social media impacts businesses. Y'all know Keith Lee. He's a TikToker. If you don't know him, Keith Lee is a TikToker. He's a he's a food critic basically. Um, and so he goes around and he tries different restaurants and he he does reviews on TikTok. Um, Keith Lee has done wonders for people's businesses just based off of his influence and his his reviews on social media. There was an example. There was an example. Yeah, I guess I, I guess it was an example. There was one that he did a review on. Um, the guy he he was going out of business essentially, like he was closing his restaurant because he didn't get enough traction. And Keith Lee actually went to his restaurant and tried his food, and said that it was good, which it probably was because it, it looked kind of good. If, it, if I say so myself, um, tried his food and told people like, y'all, y'all need to come check this man out. He's in y'all city, and he got good food. And all of a sudden, the next day. That man had a line wrapped around his restaurant. So that I say all this to say, like, there's power in social media. There's great things that can come of social media um, because of of the influence that that it that it gives, you know. Um, and I I think that people tend to trust what they see online a lot. Um, especially when it comes to things like reviews and stuff, because there's certain there's certain places like in my own city that if it wasn't for social media, I would not know exists. Like I know that they have a few new places, a few new restaurants that opened that I would have never known was here in my city. But because of social media and we have people reviewing and, you know, going and trying it out, I know and I'm going to go because I like to eat. Shit, I'm not no small girl, period. <laughs> Shout out to all my plus size baddies out there because um we're winning, period. But no shade, no shade to my um no shade to my smaller girls either. We're all beautiful people and yeah, we're gonna keep it at that. But yeah, so with all the good that comes with social media, I think a lot of times we are I don't know. I think a lot of times we kind of turn we turn away to uh to the bad that social media um brings as well. And that kind of brings me to my first point on the negative side of social media. People are desensitized. Um and I think I I'm not sure like when or how we became so desensitized to what's happening around us um on social media but we are desensitized as a as a society like there's a lot of things a lot of traumatic things that are constantly being shared and a lot of times we have um no emotion towards it like no you know no no feelings about it and i think that's i think that's weird <laughs> to say the least i think that's really weird that we can go online and watch all this traumatic stuff happen in our world and not feel a single thing about it. Um, for example, when recently, like a couple of weeks ago, when the submersible happened that they were trying to go see the Titanic, um, those people lost their lives, you know, 
but everywhere we looked, there was a meme about them, you know, going down to try to see the Titanic. Honestly, like, which I understand. Um, it was kind of a crazy thing, but you know, at the end of the day, people lost their lives behind that. And I think that people don't, people on social media don't take that into consideration. Like, oh, this is really a tragic, traumatic event that happened where four people died. You know, people will rather create memes and, and share the memes and laugh at other people's traumatic experiences because, like, there's no feeling there anymore. Like, people people have no feelings, <laughs> no empathy, I should say, um, towards traumatic things. And to me, honestly, it kind of sounds like a, a form of post-traumatic stress, if you ask me. But, hey, like I said, not an expert. <laughs> so I don't know if that's the right terminology or not. But, yeah. Also, I feel like people are desensitized in the sense that they feel like they can say no, they can say what they want, no matter how crazy, rude, or insensitive it is on the internet, simply because they're behind the screen. And that right there is like my main issue with social media, because yes, you can say what you want, but you also have to remember there's a time and place for you to say those things, you know? Um, Honestly, you really shouldn't say a whole lot. Like, if you have something negative, I feel like you don't have to comment on everything. And that's what be getting some people. Because y'all feel like y'all have to comment on every little post, your negative thoughts or opinion. Um, and you don't. Like, if that's how you feel, okay. But why do you feel the need to post that to hurt somebody else's feelings? Like, that's what doesn't make sense to me. Um, for example, for me, what really kind of, like, disheartened me, I guess, DC Young Fly, um, I think I think it's been about a month now. DC Young Fly has, I don't know if it's, I don't know if they were married, but I'm just going to say his significant other passed away suddenly. And that was very, it was very sad because she was young, right? And she was going, um, if y'all don't know, she was going to have a procedure done, um, some cosmetic surgery. She was going to have some cosmetic surgery done and she passed away on the table, right? Um, which is very, one, scary and it's, and it's, it was unexpected and it's sad because, you know, a woman lost her life, but there were people in the comments, like on the shade room, on DC Young Fly's page, just saying crazy things because they posted a clip of him speaking at her funeral, and because he wasn't crying and he wasn't he wasn't broke down or, you know, whatever they felt like grieving looked like, he wasn't showing that. They were saying things like oh, he didn't, he didn't love her for real. Or, you know, he, you know, it was just crazy stuff to me because it's like, you don't know how he felt about her because you don't know this man in real life. But honestly, everybody on social media could tell how much he loved that girl. Um, so really you can't say that, but I think that people are just more bold on social media. Um, they feel like they can say whatever. And I thought that was very, very insensitive of them to comment on his grieving process because you don't know what he's going through behind closed doors. You only know what you see in a five-second clip. Like, really put that in perspective. You only really know what somebody's dealing with in that five-second clip. You don't know everything else. There's 24 hours in a day. So for 23 hours and 95, no, no, sorry, I don't do math. I don't do math. Sorry. I'm just going to skip that. So, <laughs> so for the other time in the day, this man could really be crying. He, he could really be, you know, locked in his, he could really be going through a depression, but you wouldn't know that based on the clip that they posted of him. Because in that moment, he was being strong. He does have kids. 
you know, like you have to take all that into consideration. Um, that that's to me, that's just that's terrible. And I hate that we're so dis- desensitized in that way to even comment um, on somebody else's grieving process just because they don't grieve the way you think that they should grieve doesn't mean that they're not grieving. Um, yeah. Also, I want to say to that point of being desensitized, I think that when other things happen, not just when people pass away or uh, celebrities pass away or even influencers pass away, because I know Brittany Joy um, from TikTok, she just passed away recently too. Um, which God bless her soul. Cause I loved her TikToks. <laughs> That's not funny. I didn't mean to laugh, but, um, I did love her TikToks. I thought she was such a funny creator. Um, when I said I didn't mean to laugh, I meant I didn't mean to laugh at her passing, but I loved her content, you know, and I think that it's sad, you know, that she passed recently. I know, I think it was her and her mom. Um, But we're also, anyways, to my point, we're also so desensitized to the point that when we see these things happen, like on social media, like when they pop up, like I I, I can speak from my own personal experience because I've done this and I know that I've done this and I've always been like, that's, you know, kind of weird that I, that I do this. So we can see like, oh, that's a merciful, um, killed four people. And you can literally look at your phone and feel sad for like 0.3 seconds and then scroll to the next post. And it's like that you didn't even just see that. I think that with everything being at our fingertips and everything being so instantaneous now with social media, I think that it affects the way that we process things. Because I feel like if, if anything before social media it'd been like dang you know that's really sad like i'm sorry like you would have to take take the time to process that like that's crazy you know um but instead now with social media we just scroll on to the next post like and then forget that 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 happened essentially because now you're you're so caught up in what the next post is saying and what else is trending on the shade room or uh, the neighborhood talk or whatever blog or whatever content creator you follow or subscribe to, you are now consumed with whatever they posted. And I think that is so crazy. Um, yeah. And I think a lot of times when that happens, it also affects the way, like, because I know for me personally, when Brittany Joy passed away, um, like it was weird because I was on TikTok and I was scrolling and I seen her post, like she had post on Juneteenth because she, her, that's when she, she passed, her and her mom passed on Juneteenth. They were on their way to an event. And if you know anything about Brittany Joy's content, you know, she's always like posting stuff, like how she don't feel like going to work. And I find that so funny because it's, it's relatable. Right. But I think I had watched that, I had watched that, um, video. And then like I scrolled and the next video was another content creator and I don't know her name. Um, so forgive me, but she had posted that like, Hey, I'm coming on here to tell y'all that Brittany had passed. And I'm like, huh? Like I literally just, I, I just watched her. I just watched her video. Like, what do you mean? And I think in that moment, I really didn't know how to feel other than like, wow, that's crazy. And I kept scrolling and then I just, all, all of a sudden, like my for you page was just filled with Brittany joy, which makes sense. Um, she was a pretty, pretty big creator on TikTok. So rest in peace to her and also rest in peace to, um, Miss Jackie O, which was DC young class, um, significant other. Um, I pray for strength and healing over both of their families also over the families who lost loved ones in the submersible. Um, I pray, pray for healing and peace during this time because I know how hard that is, um, losing family members or losing people close to you. Um, 
But I think that with us being so desensitized on social media, we're just used to just scrolling, you know, okay, you died. Let's go on to the next. That's not okay. Like, and I truly wonder if this is something that we can fix, like as a society, like, I don't know. Y'all let me know what y'all think, um, in the comments, like if, if we can be, I guess, I guess if we can unlearn how to be desensitized, um, let me know in the comments. So we're going to move on to my next, um, to my next point, because I don't want to, I don't want to be sad. I don't want to talk about sad stuff anymore. So let's move on um, with my next thought of why social media ain't the greatest, <laughs> ain't the greatest tool. Um, well, ain't the, not, not, not that it's not the greatest tool, but not the greatest aspect. Okay. Um, I think a lot of times on social media, false expectations get pushed a lot. And I do not like that. Um, I don't like that. People push false expectations constantly. Like it ain't nothing. Like, oh, if you're the if you're not if you're 25 and you're not married and you don't own a house and you don't drive a Mercedes and all this stuff, you're not worthy. I hate that they put that kind of pressure on us, especially being in my early 20s. Um yeah, like I, I hate that that all these false expectations are, are constantly being pushed because for one, it might happen for for you, but it's not going to happen to all of us. And if it did happen for, happen for you, like I'm proud of you, like I'm happy that it happened for you, but this is not, you know, this is not the reality for the average 23 year old. Um, people you know, they, sh they like to show up their nice stuff, which is cool. Like, that's fine. If that's, you know, proud of you. But at the same time, you also have to put it in into context that you just didn't get this, you know, overnight. And if you did, God bless you. Cause I need to know what you was praying for. Cause so I could pray for it too. <laughs> but no, um, also another false expectation that I feel is constantly pushed. Um, is entrepreneurship. Like, and I'm saying this because although I am a business owner and I've owned several businesses, um, I feel like there's a lot of false realities that are pushed on social media when it comes to, to entrepreneurship. Like I said, people show off their money, their cars, their luxury apartments, and then they just tell you, um, all you got to do is hustle or just start the business. Like, Okay. What they failed to tell you though is two things, and I'm gonna talk about them. They fail to tell you two main things. The first one being entrepreneurship ain't for everybody. Um, and I had I had to learn this because even though I love business, if y'all know me in person, y'all know I love all things business. Um I work I work in insurance. I own my marketing agency. Um, I used to do graphic design. Like I, I love all aspects of being a business owner and that's where my, where my passion is. Um, and I'm naturally good at that, but it's not for everybody. And I think that with entrepreneurship, if you don't have a passion or a love for the business or the particular niche you're trying to get into, there's a strong possibility that it's not going to work out. Like it's not as easy as people make it seem like, for example, excuse me, I've tried it all. And when I say I've tried it all, I've tried it all. Like I've done drop shipping. I try to have a online boutique. Like I've, I'm doing my marketing agency now. Like, I've tried it all within business. I was trying to be a virtual assistant at one point. Child, I, I was doing it all, right? But because I didn't have a passion for anything um, outside of my marketing agency, so like because I didn't have a passion for my online boutique, 
Um, it didn't work out for me because honestly, I was just trying to find a way to make money real quick. I was broke <laughs> and I was trying to find a way to make money. Um, and I think when you're only in something for the money or you're only in it because of what you see, it brought somebody else on social media. I think that there's a problem there because you don't have a love for it for real. So like when things come up, when hard things happen, you're quick to throw in the towel. Like, oh, I'm done with this. I quit. But when it's something that you're actually passionate about it, you're actually passionate about, you're going to go hard for it 10 toes. Like for me, um, my marketing agency, that is, I, I love that. I've been doing graphic design, um, website design, like other types of social media marketing since 2018. I've, I haven't done it like consistently. Cause honestly, if I've been consistent, if I had been consistent over the past, what was that? Five years, I would be rich right now. Like I would be making money, but I kept coming back to it because I love stuff like that. Like my heart, my passion is in that. So for me, I know that if I keep coming back to it, like I, I just, you know, if I keep it up and be consistent, there's no way that I won't be successful because I have that love behind it, you know? Um, also, they don't talk about the struggles of actually starting a business. They just tell you to go start the business. They don't tell you, oh, you have to be your own accountant. You have to be your own marketer. You have to be your own customer service, inventory manager. You have to be your own supplier, shipper, all that. If that's, you know, if your business caters to it, you're doing all this on your own, right? They don't show the long hours they put in to getting their business off the ground. They don't show, um, you know, the hard times, because if we're being honest, not every day, not every week or every, or even every month is profitable, right? Like not every, you're not going to be making money every day. And if you do, congratulations, because your business is successful, but starting out, um, you're not going to be making money like that. Like, you know, I feel like they push like, oh, you can make $10,000 overnight. If you start this, if you do drop, drop shipping, you can start making like you see these videos on YouTube all the time or even on TikTok. Um, I saw one the other day. It was like make over $50,000 in a month just by doing this side hustle. And it's like, OK, if I try to sound I don't make 50K, I'm going to be mad. But that's because they, they set false expectations. And while it might be a viable source of income, it might be a viable business, it don't happen overnight. And that's okay. And I think that also with social media, how quickly it is to go viral on social media also kind of, in a sense, it kind of sets false expectations too. Because even for me, with promoting my podcast or promoting whatever business venture I'm doing, um, you kind of have that hope in the back of your mind, like, oh, I hope I wake up with 100,000 views, or I hope I wake up with 100,000 followers. But when that don't happen, how do you feel? You know, I had to learn to feel, I had to, not, not, I had to learn to feel. I had to learn that it's okay because that's not a realistic goal. <laughs> you have to put things into perspective. Like I'm grateful for whatever, like right now I can look at my business, my podcast, Instagram. I have what? 10 followers. And that is okay. That is 10 people who support me. Um, and that's totally fine. Could I wake up tomorrow with a million followers? I could. But is that a reasonable thought? Like, is that really reality? Maybe not. You know, you have to put things into perspective and you have to make things realistic. Um, yeah. So just keep that in mind when you hear things like, oh, just start your business. You can you can be a TikTok sensation overnight. You can blow up on TikTok tomorrow. 
all you have to do is follow the algorithm. Yeah, you could, but you also have to think about the type of content that you have to put out in order to do that. And I think that a lot of times too, people just ride the wave. Um, and I'm not that type of person. Like, I don't want to just put out any type of content to make me go viral because in, in my head, which if you watched my TikToks, I do have a series called Entrepreneur Diaries where I go a little bit more in depth about, um, the struggles of starting your own business. I did talk about how I don't want to be that creator that just rides the wave because to me, you're not building a genuine audience. Like, I don't want to do something just because other people are doing it and they're getting views from it. I want people to to like me and to enjoy my content because they actually enjoy my content. And I'm actually putting out there, putting something out there that's actually productive, you know? So, yeah. Let me know what y'all think about all the entrepreneurs. Shout out to all the entrepreneurs. If you're a business owner and you're serious about your business, shout out to you because we work hard over here okay um but yeah and shout out to all the content creators too there's no shade in none of this but i'm just like i said i'm saying in my opinion that's how i feel um and i want to know how y'all feel about that too before i go ahead and kind of slide into something else that you know social media brings or, or pushes and that is there's a lot of toxic Y'all, I can't talk. I'm sorry. If y'all don't know, I'm from Louisville, Kentucky. Um, so I kind of got an accent. And I feel like my accent is getting worse the older I get. So sometimes I, I don't be talking right. And it's okay. But I feel like also on social media, there's a lot of toxicity that's being promoted. Um, I just feel like everywhere we look, it's you know, a meme about being toxic. There's the, uh, <laughs> what's the meme? The future meme where it's like, I'm not toxic. They are like <laughs> toxicity is constantly something that is, is that toxicity is something that is constantly being promoted, um, on the internet. And I don't think that's necessarily a good thing. Like, cause who promotes toxicity? Like who wants to be in a toxic environment? Um, like, for example, and I'm I'm strictly using this for example purposes because I'm sure y'all seen and I'm sure y'all know Krishan and Blueface. I get so tired of seeing them fight each other on my timeline. Like, every other post from the shade room, Krishan hit Blueface. Blueface hit Krishan. Uh, Blueface with his other baby mama. Like, it's a lot of toxicity being promoted on social media and honestly it's not healthy like that's not a healthy relationship at all and honestly i pray that krishan gets the help that she needs i know that she's pregnant i hope that you know their baby is well and i hope that she really takes the time to like you know heal whatever needs to be healed um because clearly there's some there's some trauma there their relationship is traumatic but i feel like that stuff gets promoted way more than, you know, positive things. Like, I'll see a post about Krishan and Blueface before I see a post of a black man or a black woman graduating college. Like, why is it that we continue to promote such toxicity on, on these platforms versus positivity? Like, that doesn't make any sense to me. To me, it just says that at this point, we just have no no more respect for each other as human beings. And that's really sad because, like, you just don't, first of all, people don't respect themselves enough on social media. Secondly, they don't respect other people because now you feel like you can say whatever you want to say to anybody, like I said earlier, because you're behind this screen. But just because you're behind the screen doesn't mean that I'm not a human being or another person's not a human being and you have to treat them like they're less than. And it just doesn't make sense. I hate that we've came to this point because also too, with the lack of respect and the lack of, I mean, not the lack of, the promotion of toxicity, it also causes people to be fake. Like, 
authenticity is really rare on social media. And I say this all the time. You can't believe everything you see or listen to on the media. People will say and do whatever is trending at the moment in order to get views, in order to get likes, in order to get clout. That does not mean that they are right. Um, yeah, like people, like I was saying earlier, they, they'll post their clothes. They be faking on the internet and they'll post their clothes and post them living this lavish lifestyle, air quotes, uh, for my, for my Spotify listeners, cause y'all can't see me talking with my hands. They'll post this, them having this lavish lifestyle or going to all these luxury parties, buying all this stuff. But in reality, you got an air mattress, boo. Like, be for real. <laughs> like, be for real. Um, And I think that with all this stuff being pushed, like all this fake stuff being pushed, it leads to something called imposter syndrome. I did touch on this in the first podcast episode, imposter syndrome, because me personally, I've dealt with imposter syndrome. And... um. I feel like a lot of people in our generation deal deals with it as well, but might they may not necessarily I cannot talk. They may not necessarily know exactly what um imposter syndrome is. Y'all, side note. Again, sorry. I love doing podcasts because I can be me and I don't have to edit stuff out. So bear with me. Bear with me, okay? I'm a work in progress. As my girl Breland Hunt would say, if y'all don't know Breland on YouTube, she also has a podcast. I love that girl. Um, and I pray that she wins in every aspect in life. <laughs> um, but yes, I'm a work in progress. And so sometimes I'll be messing up, but it's okay because I'm going to be authentically me at all times. So if that means I stumble on my words sometimes or sometimes things don't make sense, that's okay. <laughs> but anyways, so I think that a lot of people in our in our generation struggle with imposter syndrome, but they just don't know what to call it. Um, and I do have another definition for y'all. Um, just in case you don't know what exactly imposter syndrome is. Again, I did pull this definition from the Webster's Dictionary on Google. Um, and the definition is the condition of feeling anxious and not experiencing success internally, despite being high performing in external or objective ways. So let's break this down. Um, the condition of feeling anxious and not experiencing success internally, right? Let's take that piece. On social media, like I said, there's, for example, all these people, I'm, I'm just gonna say this. All these people I'm using in this in this episode is strictly for example purposes. It's not to bash anybody. It's not to, you know, talk bad about anybody. I'm strictly using it for an example because this is what I see on social media on the daily. There's this content creator um, and business owner. Her name is Bougie Barbie. I really do look up to her because I feel like she's such a dope businesswoman and she's young and she's a black girl and she's out here doing her thing. Right. Um, but, and I did used to, I, I'm not gonna say I did. I still do watch a lot of her videos and, you know, like her content on Instagram because she does have a lot of good tips, uh, you know, about starting businesses and how she's running her businesses. And like this girl got like three, four businesses. She's like, you know, she's really doing it and she's only 25. Right. But I will say that at some point I did experience imposter syndrome because I was like, dang, like if she's doing this at 25, like she's, if she started her business, which I think she started her business when she was 20, maybe, um, correct me if I'm wrong, if y'all know who Bougie Barbie is, um, but yeah, I think she started her business when she was 20. And I'm and I remember thinking like at one point, like, dang, like she's 25. Like she done did all this like in five years. She done made so much money. She drive she drives a pink Audi and the Audi is so cute. Like, if y'all don't know, pink's my favorite color. And I'm like, dang, like, that's where I should be. 
That's literally how I feel. That's that that is imposter syndrome in a nutshell. When you take somebody else's life um, and you try to compare it to yourself, and it makes you feel bad or makes you feel anxious about where you currently are in your life. Um, I'm not going to say I went into a depressed uh, mind frame after that. I I will say it does give you that anxiety. And I did feel bad. Like, dang, like, Kaya, you're supposed to be further along in life. Like, you're 23. You still haven't finished college. Like, you're supposed to be, you know, living in a luxury penthouse apartment, you know, doing all this stuff because there's so many other 23, 24, 25-year-olds on, on the internet doing it. Um, And I also felt like because I wasn't living up to social media standards, like you kind of do get in the right where you feel like, dang, maybe I'm not doing enough. Maybe I'm not doing it right. You know? Um, yeah. So I, I felt that way definitely when it came to business, but I also felt that way too, like physically because of BBL culture, um, and being plus sized because I mean, now you see a lot more of body positivity coming around, but like when I was younger on social media, um, being a plus size girl wasn't cute. It wasn't a good thing. People didn't, you know, accept you being a bigger girl or, you know, found bigger girls attractive on, on social media. I'm sorry, y'all. Um, yeah, they didn't find bigger girls attractive on social media. And so like, I went through that too. I went through that kind of young. Um, so social media can have an impact on your body image and how you view yourself because of our BBL culture. Um, everybody wants to have a BBL, have a snatched waist and all this stuff, which it's nice. You know, if that's what you want to do, that's what you want to do. I support it. Um, but I also feel like natural bodies are also not promoted and uplifted as much as, um, as much as BBLs are. Um, yeah. So when it came to like, those things I definitely felt or experienced, um, imposter syndrome, but I will tell y'all how I overcame it because I think that's important too. And I think not a lot of people talk about it for me. Unplugging was the key. I did a 30 day social media detox, meaning like I wasn't on Instagram. I wasn't on TikTok. Um, I was on YouTube, but I was only on YouTube to watch different sermons or uplifting and, and motivating podcasts, such as A Work in Progress by um, by Breland. Um, because on, on those, when I was watching that, like it just kind of put life back into perspective. Like, look, everybody's a work in progress. You might not be where you want to be at right now, but you will get there. And you know, your mindset is everything. How you look at things is everything. And so whatever you feed your brain and whatever you continue to tell yourself, that's what it'll be. So, excuse me. And I also had to give myself grace and constantly remind myself that there is absolutely nothing wrong with where I'm at currently in my life. There's nothing wrong with me driving my car that I got now. There's nothing wrong with me living at my mom's house. Like there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. I'm 23 years old. I'm very young. <laughs> and also knowing that God's plan for my life isn't the same as everybody else's. Everybody has a different path. Like I said earlier, if you've reached, you know, success in your business, you know, at a young age, shout out to you, like shout out to you. And the one thing I, like, I do want to say, um, before I move on to my next point, I really commend Bougie Barbie because not only is she a success in her business, but she shows other people how to be a success. Um, so I highly, highly, highly recommend you check out her channel, watch her on TikTok or on Instagram, 
I don't know if she has a TikTok, but I do know she has Instagram. Um, if you want tips on starting a business um, outside of me, because I do plan on, you know, dropping some tidbits or whatever. And like I said, I have Entrepreneur Diaries over on TikTok, um, if you're part of my TikTok fam. So, yeah, I think that when you sit back and take things into, into perspective, like, hey, I'm okay. Like, I'm good where I'm at. I don't have to live up to society's what society says I should be because society changes its mind on the daily. Um, then I think you start to get to a point where you're like, all right, I'm cool. I'm happy with where I'm at. And, and, and from that point, you can you can move in contentment. Um, so one of the last things that I wanted to, that I wanted to discuss, um, when it came to social media, cause I know this, this episode is getting kind of long. We're approaching an hour. Jesus, I've been talking for an hour. Um, but <laughs> anyways, the last thing I wanted to talk about that I feel like we don't talk about enough when it comes to social media is the younger generation. And if it's possible to protect them from, you know, the negativity on social media. Um, I feel like social media has a larger impact on the children coming up in this generation than we think it does. Um, we grew up with social media. Like I remember being a child. Um, I had, I was on YouTube, like, from the time I was five or six, then when YouTube was like really young and I used to go in there like and look up different lyrics to different songs and stuff. Well, I guess I wasn't five or six. I was probably like maybe second, third grade. Um, I would get on YouTube, look up to look up lyrics to different songs, and then that transforms me being watching um different makeup and, and glam creators on YouTube. So We've been on YouTube for a long time. I mean, we've been on social media for a long time. But I will say that when we were in our, I guess, formative years, like when our brains were still like barely developed, we didn't have social media like these kids do now. Like you can go anywhere and see a one-year-old or a two-year-old with, with their own tablet. We didn't have that as kids. <laughs> like. And I think that because of this, they have the potential to be exposed to literally everything at such a young age. Whereas like we had to kind of go through stages. They have everything thrown at them at one time. And a lot of and a lot of this stuff, they don't have the mental capacity to even understand. Like they don't like I feel like TikTok for example is one of those platforms that's pretty much uncensored um because you can scroll and literally find and see anything on TikTok YouTube is a little bit better because they have like um I think YouTube kids is what it's called and you can have dedicated like a kids area but TikTok don't have that and a lot of these kids is on TikTok um but nonetheless I do think that there are things that we can do as as the older generation. Maybe I shouldn't say older because I don't want to feel old. But we can do there there are things that we can do um to protect the younger kids in our generation. Um but it it all starts with us. Like we have to be more mindful of how we treat each other online because kids see and mimic literally everything that we do and so this goes back to the respect piece if they see us talking crazy to each other on instagram or online or facebook live whatever they're gonna think that that's okay and that's normal and it's not so we have to start treating each other with the respect we want our kids I shouldn't say our kids because I don't have no kids. <laughs> but y'all know what I mean. We should start treating each other with more respect because the, the younger generation that's watching us, and they're watching, they need to see what it's like to actually, what respect actually looks like, you know? Um. Also, too, we have to limit, I feel like a lot of times we have to limit their time on social media. I feel like 
kids don't go outside and play no more. Now, let me preface this by saying, I wasn't the most outdoorsy child. <laughs> I wasn't the most like active child. I don't do sports. I don't like none of that. But, you know, I would go to the park. Like, I would go to the playground and stuff. Uh, but, like, I can say nowadays a lot of these kids don't be outside. And that's because, like, they have a tablet pushed in their face from a young age. So I feel like a lot of times we have to limit their time on social media and limit you know, and actually watch, figure out what they are consuming um, because that plays a factor as well. But also we need to educate them. Like we have to educate them, especially those that's going into their, to their teen years. Cause I do have my younger cousins. Um, they're all teenagers. And I feel like a lot of times with those conversations, I didn't have like an older sibling to uh, talk with me or, you know, explain different things to me. And so for me, I'm like their older sister, but their big cousin. Um, So a lot of times I have to take time like, look, it's a social media. It's not real just because somebody, not that it's not real. It's, you know, it's social media. A lot of times people feel like they, they can say whatever they want to say because they're behind a keyboard. Like, you can't take that personal. You can't let that stop you from doing what you want to do. And I have to have a lot of those conversations with them. Um, and also just explaining to them that nine times out of ten, if somebody's saying this on the internet, they're not going to say it to your face. So I think that a lot of education has to go into... Um, how we protect the kids coming into this generation um, of social media. Also just telling them things like just because you can comment don't mean that you should. Um, And just because you, you, I call them keyboard gangsters, just because you're a keyboard gangster don't mean that your words don't hurt or don't have an impact in real life. Because just how I'm speaking to you verbally your words, your typed words have the same effect. Um, so yeah, just be mindful, like tell them to be mindful of what they say and, and, and comment and be mindful of what they're viewing online and just to be respectful. Like the younger generation is really the key because we can make social media a much more positive place to be just through them. But it all starts with us. Like we have to be ready and we have to be willing to make changes as adults because they are following in our footsteps. So yeah, that wraps up everything that I have to say in regards to social media. Um, comment your thoughts down below. I know I've been talking for literally a whole hour at this point, but hopefully y'all got some value out of this podcast episode and y'all enjoyed it so let me know your thoughts down below also comment and follow this uh instagram page at semi semi adulting with makaya vanier um and me personally at the makaya vanier and let me know if i missed anything that y'all want to talk about um because we'll we can definitely continue the discussion (laughs) on social media um but yeah, that's that wraps up everything that I have to say. Y'all do know I have to leave y'all with some affirmations. So now that we've discussed everything, let's take a couple deep breaths because I feel like it was a lot. And let's get into these affirmations. So inhale through your nose. Exhale through your mouth. One more time. Inhale through your nose. Exhale through your mouth. Um, I just have three affirmations today. So you can repeat after me. You can, you know, save these for later, write them down, whatever you need to do to keep these with you. Um, So yeah, let's get into them. Number one, I do not have to conform to what society says I should be. Number two, I am right where I need to be in life. 
And number three is a repeat from last week's podcast, but it hit so hard. So we're going to, we're going to, we're going to repeat it again. My current circumstances are just a pit stop, not my final destination. So yeah, guys, thank you all so, so much for tuning in for episode two of Semi-Adulting with Makaya Vanier. I really appreciate each and every one of y'all listening, watching, commenting, following, subscribing, all the words. Um, I really appreciate all the support and love that you give. And like I said, make sure to comment your thoughts down below in the comment section and share this podcast with somebody else in their 20s that's learning to navigate life because it's all about building a community that where we can lean on each other. So until next week, I hope everything goes well. I hope y'all have a beautiful week ahead, a great weekend, and we will talk again soon. Bye, y'all. Soundstripe.